Hello everyone, this is Once Upon IB, where we take a deep dive into the International Baccalaureate. Here we are going to bust myths and misconceptions and hopefully give you some helpful tips. Our hosts are Ruben. Hello. Isabella. Hi. Paulina. Hello. And me, George. Today our guests are Joshua. Hey. Marilyn. Hello. And Yusuf. Hello. So today's topic is going to be group four, which are the experimental sciences. So can you guys say um, which topics, which subjects you chose and a little bit of why? Begin with me. Uh, well, it's Yusuf and what I did was I picked physics and biology, um, but I did do a bit of computer science. For sciences, I do chemistry and biology. Um, I originally started uh, my IB taking just uh, physics and chemistry, but because of timetable clash, I had to take bio. So I do bio, chemistry, and physics. Okay, so the IB system, um, they have different sciences. It's not actually only three. So we have biology, chemistry, physics, design and technology, computer science, sports, um, exercise and health science, environmental systems and societies. And then you have some, um, yeah, so for example, ex exercise and health science is only standard level and the same with ESS. Um, uh, I mean, okay, well, so do you guys take them, which uh, subjects you take? Which subjects do you take standard level or high level when it comes to the sciences? Uh, as, and do you notice a huge difference between the two so far? Um, I take higher level for both and recently... And that's higher level physics and... Physics and biology. Mm -hmm. um, for physics, we haven't done any higher level only topics. But for biology, for the past two weeks, we just did some small part of a higher only. Uh, for the differences, I don't think there's a massive one since it's just the same as normal high levels. You do more, you study more, and you have like an extra part to a test. And it's. Yeah, but you wouldn't say. It's still relatively close to the beginning of the year, so it's not a huge difference. Do you think that's going to change, or do you have a huge any idea? You talk to people from older years or something like that? Um, according to the teacher and to DP2 students, they've said that picking physics high level was an interesting choice, but I think for personally, it will be an interesting challenge. And how about you, Marilyn? Yeah, I take higher level for both chemistry and biology, and I talk to some DP2 students that are also taking higher level biology. And they say that higher level biology is a really big change um, compared to DP1 and DP2, so it's going to be even more intense. Um, but for now, it's more or less like doable. Yeah, how about you, Joshua? Uh, so I'll talk about chemistry. Of course. Um, we, uh, the only no difference I've noticed is that we usually go into a lot more depth. So um, every time we finish, go to the end of a standard level chapter, there's usually a high level chapter that just goes into more depth. So that's probably the only difference. Okay. And George, you do, remind me again, what were your higher level subjects again? I do chemistry and 
biology high level and have you noticed have you noticed a huge difference between them or not uh from your point of view not really kind of i mean chemistry even if i did standard level i would be just as bad because it's not really harder it's just more fair enough. at least from what i noticed so i think we could we could say it depends on the person but overall it's just more workload for the high level and standard level. would you say that yeah definitely yeah. yeah do you guys think it's difficult to to like to balance it out because most of your taking the two sciences higher level is it difficult to like split your time into yeah i think as long as you have a base understanding of the subjects you've learned in class then studying and keeping up with your work isn't too bad as long as you you um, manage your time well enough yeah but if you don't understand it in class and then you have to go and study it at home and then on top of that you have to do homework and study mm -hmm. i i think that's pretty difficult to balance your time if you're not motivated so I think that's really key to be really involved in, in the lessons and also for some people they have like after school activities which is also hard for some people yeah. but if you really stay focused in class then for me it's fine. Yeah. Well, one of the things that's been happening more frequently not necessarily in this school is uh, student burnout do you think that that might be a problem taking multiple higher level sciences or something for someone who's struggled with time management before with taking a high-level subject for the sciences be a bad idea do you think? What, just taking a high level for sciences yeah, in general? Yeah, in terms of time management or something, or is it something that you need to come into having prior experience with time management and having all the things to do? Well, I can't speak for my time management and I actually take high-level bio without any, any um, experience or uh, uh, I did it in grade 8, so about four years ago. Um, it's going okay so far. I've had to work a lot harder. And I must say, in the beginning of my time at ISB, I definitely worried about burnout. Yeah, that's something, yeah. IB has been known to be pretty tough, especially with the workload and stuff. Are you guys noticing a lot of that? Yeah, like, to be honest, I noticed that a lot of DP students look sleep deprived. I don't know if that's just my yeah. observation, but I that is an observation compared to MLP5, sorry, just MLP students in general. And so just really, you can see people um, struggling with time management and it's really part of DP that after school you have to do a lot. And how do you guys sort of handle time management? Do you have a sort of system that you work with, a, a, an app or calendar or something like that that keeps you focused on track? You just sort of wing it, do whatever you feel like. Mostly do what I need and nothing less. Like if I if I don't understand something in bio, I can't just be like an hour, two hours, and if you don't get it by then, give up. It doesn't work like that. If you don't get it now, when it comes to DP2 and your practice exams, you're not gonna forget it. And once it once it expands into something else and then you don't get the, the next part, the the next topic because you don't understand the simple construct in the previous topic and so really if you don't get through everything you're just gonna have to keep working and so do until you need yeah 
that's something that's good to take note of is to not really fall behind because you can't afford to do that in the IB. You need to really stay on yeah, top definitely. of it. I think, sorry, yeah, no, yeah. I think something I just learned from the students is um, you're here to learn. So you don't have to, sorry. No, it's not. Keep on going, yes. Sorry. Um, you shouldn't be scared to ask questions. I mean, it is your education. So you don't understand, I don't think feelings, um, other people, well, not just uh, not be insensitive, but you shouldn't be afraid to ask questions. Mm, fair enough. I mean, now we've talked about the biology, chemistry, and uh, physics, and all that other stuff. How about ESS? Because uh, both I and Polina both take it. Um, Polina, what sciences do you take again? Yeah, I only take ESS standard level. Um, so uh, it's not really a science, more so like ecology, but it is combined with a lot of bio. And um, yeah, it's not that difficult in terms of comprehension, but like more so that you have to keep up with the work. But is There's it not actually really much work? Yeah. But is it actually work? a science? Would, like, because it's both group three yeah, and four? It's a sort of combination with biology and geography in the sort of ecology type of sense, I guess. But then. Compared to physics, what we're doing now in ESS is pretty simple things, and I think someone from a few years lower could easily understand what's going on. It's a lot prior knowledge, for example, photosynthesis is one of the last units, or the carbon cycle, it's some things like that so far that have been pretty easy, I would say, for most, but then it goes a bit into detail, but not as much as biology. So I guess you could see it as an easier biology to take. So if you're not that good with science, I would say ESS is a very good choice. You can also only take it um, standard level, yeah. right? Do yeah. you think that's a problem or would you like to have it higher level? I don't really see where you could go to do higher level. There's not much more you can do because it's a fairly limited subject to say the least. So there's yes. limits to what you can learn. It's also not really offered in every school. Like you wouldn't go to every IB school and see ESS as an option because other schools have things like sport, health, and science, I think yeah, it is. They also have mm -hmm. like theater classes yeah. and like there's, computer science. There's sciences. other like more creative subjects yeah, exactly. that you get. But it just if depends. you do get a chance, I think it's really just a lot of, also a lot of geography. Like things like climate graphs and things, yeah, things yeah. like that. I really like geography. Yeah. Like, if that was a subject, I would probably take it. Yeah, me too. If you really like geography, ESS might also be interesting to you because you learn about how the world works, for example, climate, like the climate in different biomes, like just how the world works, why everything is where it is, that sort of thing. It's, I guess you could call ESS more of um, ecology and then you look more into the sustainability of things. That's uh, something else that's interesting. So we've also talked about the amounts of work that you have to do for the sciences. And I wanted to ask, how do you guys study for sciences? Like, what is, what do you do? Well, for biology, it's more look back at what the teacher said and go into the textbook and reading what you actually need to know about the subject. But with physics, it's, you need to just try and do the work and like you need to just practice because with physics the issue isn't knowledge it's more knowing what equations you need to use for when and you need to like problem solve at a higher level while biology is more 
what you would have gotten in NYP or GCSE, it's you get a question. What is this? What's that? How does this work? How does that work? And it's less. Five times two equals ten. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, same for me. It's just note taking in class, and making、um, effective summaries, and just looking back.、Um, yeah, and then making some quizlets or something really helps because it's active recalling. And Josh. Um, I find that websites, if anything, I don't understand. I really find that some websites like BioNinja,、um, they help me with studying and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So is it like summaries or more like flashcards,、uh, and, um, past papers, like questions that you? I've tried to find some past papers. It's really hard. I find it really difficult for physics, but、um, the summaries in BioNinja really do help with biology. Yeah, I think there's different sites you can go to for papers. For example, I know for maths, the really big one is Revision Village. I've heard from a lot of people,、uh, but I asked the math teacher about that,、uh, and she said it could make you lazy because you start relying on it. But it depends on the type of person you are, the type of subject. It, it's a, that's the thing. It all depends on what what's going on. But yeah, I don't know. I have question. Would you say that the teachers make a huge difference in the subjects you do? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It makes a big difference, especially when,、um, like, their character makes a big difference, and also how easily you can approach them. But, But I guess it would depend on the subject, though, as well. For example, biology is a lot of memorizing. I think what George meant is,、yeah. is there any way the teacher could help besides? I mean, you have to do it on your own, Or do right? You, yeah. Would you say the teaching style would differ from the classroom? What can you expect from your teacher in the sciences, for example? Would you expect some more laid back or active teaching where they're still at the board? What the What could happen and what could help in this memorizing process? Because there is a lot of stuff that you have to know by heart, and what do you think that really helps? Well, you'd have to know how you memorize best because some people are visual learners, some people are like audio learners, and so whatever caters to you, because teachers tend to cater like to cater their teaching to how best they learn something because it's the only way they know, and so you'd have to. Yeah, for a subject like chemistry, a teacher that really helps you and explains is really important. But for biology, if it's just、um, knowledge and memorizing, like learning it by yourself, is doable. So yeah.、Um, what I found is that、um, a lot of how you approach the subject is how you you view or how your teacher treats you. So、um, there's going to be parts where there's there's chapters you don't understand or you might do badly on a test. Um, I think how you approach it after that, and how your teacher helps you to approach it after that, just your mindset. I think that's also a really big part of just how well you're going to end up doing in that subject. All right, let me give you a hypothetical. Okay, so you take a class without seeing the teacher first, before anything, and you realize、uh, a few weeks in that the teacher and you don't really get along, and you don't like the teaching method. What would you go and do? Would you approach them? Do you? Like, no, no, no. What do you guys? What would you do in such a situation? Um, 
it depends. So like chemistry, you have to have a base understanding before you can even approach just trying to answer questions and self-studying tests. If the teacher and you didn't get along, um, asking friends. I think people who understand it a lot better than you can always help self-studying. And I think there's many videos out there. Yeah, for me, if I don't really get along with a teacher, I, I try and build a sort of bond. Like I would wait and just be involved with the class and do what we need to do. And so then automatically, in the end, everything is just and Try and build yeah. a better bond. Exactly. Yeah. So you said that for some subjects, you have to know some stuff. Of course, you have to know some stuff before you go into the DP. Um, so you take um, biochem and physics. Which one would you say that you really need that knowledge the most? The background knowledge? Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm not sure. I would probably say biology and chemistry because physics physics the background knowledge is good but you have to have a ba an understanding on how you can adapt that knowledge around a question so i'm i would have to say probably more so biology and chemistry yeah i mean the I, most I, I think all of the ib courses are made that you can start with a sort of very very basic zero understanding for example physics you start at the basics and build up but the thing is it goes really quick so if you haven't got any experience in, uh, for example, physics, I don't know, uh, and you sort of, you start there, I would suggest maybe doing a bit of uh, learning before your IB starts, if you're already there, or you're going from, I don't know, a middle years program into DP. I would definitely suggest spending a bit of time learning the basics, uh, for example, going over mo uh, momentum, the basics of that, Newtons, the units and everything. And I think that would really help you get to sort of head start for the year. And the same, if you notice you struggle before you're going into the IB, I would suggest you definitely practice before you're there. So you have that head start and you can sort of figure out how to do things. Because it is a big change from other school systems, I would say. Oh, that's true. it will true. take you mm -hmm. time to get used to it. Yeah. So Meta, you did the MYP system before. Um, mm -hmm. do, do you think it prepared you well enough for DP or do you think that oh no that's way too much new stuff for the languages it definitely helped me um, I feel like with languages it's fine like I know many literary devices from MYP that I remember but for the sciences it is definitely new uh, topics we are tackling and but the foundation really helped me but overall, it's just a level up, I feel like, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, but MOP really does help. And Yusuf, you took uh, IGCSE before? Not IGCSE, GCSE. GCSE, I'm sorry. Uh, it's for like the most part of learning, then like GCSE did quite well in preparing me. But when it comes to the extra stuff, the essays, the IAs, and like all the... the, the cast work all of that stuff i'm very unprepared for and like it's very new to me and it's a lot not what i expected i would be doing for the next two years because with 
A-levels, which is the normal next step for GCSE students, you take three subjects at like a higher level and that's it. And so it's like more concentrated, but you also have more time and it's a lot less to think about, which makes everything that you're doing in DP a lot like harder because it's the workload that kills. So I have another question for you guys. It's a bit different on the topic we're talking about, but this is more so like on your career path. So let's say, I do not know what you guys are choosing to go after, um, I think. but um, if you had the choice to not have to do any sciences at all, would that be something you're interested in? Or, is, or are the sciences something you need for further university or college or whatever it is you guys do? For me, I don't know what I want to do in the future, but I know that I do really enjoy science, so I definitely want to keep on taking um, biology and chemistry. So. How are you? Um, I do find um, physics of the three sciences probably the hardest. Um, I wouldn't drop it per se, and I'm not exactly sure where I want to go. Uh, college and uh, university wise but um, I think my my degree or whatever I'm studying will include the sciences well most of my life when it comes to thinking about where I want to go has been science based or like mechanics based so it's like I know in my future life my DP physics score and my DP biology score going to make a difference in my life, so I think it's best that I keep it. How about you, George, because you do a lot of the sciences as well. Any idea about that? I did the three sciences thinking, oh yeah, I want to do medicine. <clears throat> that was mostly because I watched Grey's Anatomy and it seemed cool at the time. It still does. And I would like to do medicine, but I also realized how hard doing three sciences is, and I doubt I will have the grades to actually do medicine. Oh, come on. With a bit of work, you can do that. But, I mean, would you say that you should maybe do some research before you choose your subjects, or sort of just go in on an instant and you regret not? Yeah, I wish I did research because this isn't going well. (laughs) I mean, you can always fix it, but that'll take some more work. It, again, it depends on the personality. It's better if you do it before. Yeah, so research before is more important. Yeah. Um, for me, I came to the school not knowing what I was, I wanted to do. And um, changing into bio, I had to kind of reconsider my options. And so I, I had to do a little bit of research. And I found that, um, obviously not the YouTube videos, but there were some great courses, um, I mean quizzes online that helped evaluate just some like general areas. I think those can really help. I have a question. Uh, do you think teachers have the freedom to kind of choose and change what they teach or is it scripted? Choose and change what they teach or choose how they teach? Um, is it like a set structure by the idea or do they sort of stray apart from it? Choose what's best, what's good, what doesn't. Um, in the sense is more specific. Depends on the subject, because with physics it's more 
need to teach something, they need to know this, they need to know that, or else they won't be able to do this in the future. But with biology, they can chop and change how they teach um, and how we have to memorize the thing. Yeah, I think each teacher has their own teaching methods and it just changes on what they think, uh, how they uh, spread their knowledge, but they do follow a syllabus. So the information they, that they teach is not scripted. Yeah, I think it's very important to mention that they do have to follow the syllabus. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to take paper one, two, or three. So there are very important things that um, we have to do, and they have to, to follow that. Um, so that's that's as yeah. scripted yeah. as it goes, say, I would say. The, would you prefer a more scripted or less scripted? What's your preference in that? What do you mean by scripted? As in, you get the coursework, they have to read the chapters, they say, read this by tomorrow or for next week, and then we'll do something, we'll discuss it in class, or do you prefer more when the teacher stands in front of the class, personal stories, anecdotes, that sort of thing, trying to explain it in a sort of personalized way, or what's your preference? So like more that? so a lecture? Yeah, or yeah. rather so they give you work you do it you hand it in a bit of both yeah probably like a good mixture of yeah, both yeah like both as important the more i understand it the less i need the script but if let's say it's something i don't understand then i want the script and i want to know exactly what i need and how they figure it out and everything but if it's like i'm relaxed and it's something i understand completely then i would enjoy the the anecdotes and the and the stories more because then it gives me something to memorize it with um i guess that um there is a lot of stuff of course i guess i there is a lot of stuff that we have to know by the end of dp and having that um syllabus having that track that we have to follow it's just very good for you to know what you have to what you have to remember and what you are supposed to learn because it is a lot of stuff and for biology for example there are a lot of terms and a lot of words that you have to know so knowing which um which thing you, you have to to learn i think that's very important um i think that's all of the science questions for now right yeah well i mean one last thing we wanted to end our podcast with is that our school is trying to be a language-friendly school, so we thought it would be funny to do the outro in all the different languages we speak. So, uh, yes, speak. Yes, speak. Uh, At least our mother tongues. I understand. Uh, well, I'm an Egyptian, and so I can speak the Egyptian dialect of Arabic. And so how we say goodbye is Masalama. Yeah. I guess uh, no line as well. In French, you can say au revoir. Um, in Afrikaans, you would say um, tot ziens. And how about in Russian? Do you want me to read the entire Sure. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast about system IP. If you have any questions, send them directly to Instagram. And uh, why not just in German, the little fire or little closer? Das ist alles für heute. Vielen Dank, dass Sie unseren Podcast über das eBay-System angehört haben. Bei Fragen bitte einen Instagram-DM schicken. 
And uh, how about George? You're from Cuba? And you speak Spanish, remember George? Barely. Esto es todo por hoy. Muchas gracias para escuchar nuestro podcast sobre el sistema IB. Si tiene alguna pregunta, envíe un DM en Instagram. Por hoje é só, pessoal. Muito obrigada por escutar o nosso podcast sobre o sistema IB. Se vocês tiverem alguma dúvida, por favor, manda uma uma mensagem no Instagram. Até a próxima vez. And that's Isabella from Brazil. And just to finish it off in English so you understand what we just said, if you don't speak those languages, that is. Um, that's all for today. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast about the IB system. And uh, if you have any questions, please do send us a DM on our Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about Group 3, Individuals and Societies. Yeah, that's all. Thank you.